All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Lens List, the podcast that covers all things pinhole. This is episode number one, the very first one. Me and Mark finally got the app to work, uh, and we're here. We're ready to talk. And today we're going to talk about a little bit about ourselves. Uh, and then we will talk about the Get Swap program and Internet uh, Worldwide Pinhole Photography Day, which is on April. Uh, so with that, I will let Mark say hello. Mark. Hello. How you doing, buddy? All right. Thank you. All right. Yeah, cool. So um, I'll, I'll say a little bit about myself first, I guess, and then we can talk about the show and, and whatever you want. You can chime in and uh, tell a little bit, like, say a little bit about yourself, too. But first, I've been, my name's Corey. I'll be one of the hosts, and I've been in pinhole photography for about about six years now and i learned photography on film went through the digital thing kind of got tired like everybody else you know that story um but i just i've always used wide angle lenses and i really like using filters to get really drawn out effects um you know smooth water and nice pulled out clouds so i just clicked with pinhole photography uh, and I just really enjoyed it, and I just went straight to it. So, um, yeah, that's that's a little bit about my background. And, and Mark, how, how long have you been doing, been in the pinhole? Um, well, I've been doing photography ever since a kid. Never took any real classes or anything like that. I kind of picked up a film camera again in 2009. Never really got into digital. Um, and about 2010, I was looking around my area for local pictures. And I discovered a pinhole um, photographer who was taking incredible pictures. And I just wanted a chance to try the challenge. So I um, started off in about 2010, so almost eight years. And it's been really serious. And I'd say the last three or four years and primarily is what I use as pinhole. Right. Yeah, me too. I don't, I, don't, I mean, I don't even have... Um... I have some hoggers and stuff and a little in the 35 millimeter camera, but I don't even, I don't even touch any of those things anymore. I'm completely smitten by it. I guess what you'd say, right? Yeah. Cool. I'm kind of the same way. I, I do still have a lot of other regular film cameras cause you know, I take pictures of the family or any right. vacations, but it's, it's not really, you know, I feel kind of weird if I don't have a pinhole camera loaded somewhere on my person or, you know, I've got a couple loaded up in the house right now, just ready to go. Ready to go, yeah. I'm the same way, yeah. Especially once I got um, the smaller reality camera that I could, like, take with me everywhere, the little 6 by 6 And, I mean, that thing's in my pocket everywhere I go. I mean, for a while there, my family was like, I was like, hey, I'm going to take a picture. And everybody's like, oh, come on and sit down. You know, I'm like, well, it's only going to take 30 seconds, you know. <laughs> but yeah. so, you know, um but yeah, so the show, um, one of the, some of the backstory about the show that I wanted to do was on my Instagram, I, I've been getting a lot of questions about uh, pinhole photography and what I'm doing to get my results. So I figured, you know, why not bring those questions uh, and talk about them here um, and maybe help somebody else, help somebody else with their photography and if they don't know what's going on, if they're new to photography or they're coming from a digital background and they're not sure what's going on, you know, why, you know, it'd be a great way to, um, to help them out. So 
I think that's going to kind of be the plan. Yeah. And we, um, one thing that's really cool that Mark, you hooked me up with this was to get swap project, right. which is the, the great international Terrapin Terrapin camera swap project. Right. Right. Yeah. And that's, um, that is done by, um, that who makes is makes that camera. Uh, that would be uh, um, the Schlaboratory. Uh, Schlaboratory. Right. It's done by Todd Schlemmer. Um, he's out of Seattle area. Um, 3D printer guy, real technical um, pinhole photographer. And he loves creating and designing pinhole cameras. I actually mm -hmm. have a few of them and they're real fun to use. Um, so he's made it, and I believe um, Moni Smith out of Portland area. Yeah, craft, Crafty Portland Moni. Region. Yes. Crafty Moni. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's the one who's organized it. This actually, my understanding is it's the second generation of this. There was one other camera that was going around, and something happened to it, and she's wanted to restart the project uh, and... Uh, Todd has provided the camera and I believe right now it's made its initial voyage to England. Yeah. Um, Warboy Snapper. Yeah. I was going to say, I couldn't think of his name. I just totally drew, drew a blank. Yeah. Uh, uh, Andrew. Yes. He a I very talented Andrew. pinhole photographer. Yeah. Yeah. He seems pretty cool. So what do we, I, I, we're going to be, when we get the camera, we expose the roll of film that's already been exposed. Right. It's going to we be a double exposure. Yeah. Then we develop the roll of film, mm -hmm. put another roll in, shoot that roll, rewind it back, put a note about what kind of film it is, I guess, and mm -hmm. then mail it to the next person, right? That is correct. Okay. I was wondering because I was like, oh, man, what am I supposed to do? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Maybe we should get see if we can get Moni to come on next week or something and let her talk about it. That would be fantastic. Yeah. She said she would, so I just got to send her a message and um, get it, talk her into it. I'll pay her with film. If you're listening, Moni, I'll pay you with film to come on the show and talk about the Get Swap project. <laughs> yes. Hopefully she puts it more eloquently than we have. Yeah. That's crazy. So, send yours to Argentina? Yeah, I believe I believe the next person on the list is Argentina once I have it. So I'm hoping that it makes it from me <laughs> to Argentina. Yeah, I have to send mine to, uh, I think it's going to Texas after me. Yeah, lucky. <laughs> I told you, man, I'll, I'll, I'll give you some film for having no, to send it on okay. the way to Argentina. <laughs> it's all right. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, that's, that's going to be fun. So I, yeah. I think, what is she going to she's a um it's just gonna be like an online gallery she has she i don't think she's talking about planning making a book with it or anything no i i believe it's an online sharing we're, we're supposed to i think at minimum pick the best four images to share with her right oh uh, and then and, she'll just put them on the blog or whatever yeah cool all right well we're going to take a little break and we'll be right back
All right. The next thing we want to talk about is will why pinhole day. Um, this is something that's been going on for years now where um, pinholers kind of have an online community. Um, Worldwide Pinhole Day is always the last Sunday in April of every year. This year it's going to fall on April 29th. And um, what you do is you go out and take your pinhole photographs. And once you're all developed, they um, offer a way to share them with the world. So they open it up and you can post one photo with um, your metadata, like what kind of camera you used, what kind of film you used, and, um, and, and then once they put it all together, then everybody can see and share. Do you have yeah. any plans for uh, what you'd like to shoot this year, Corey? Um, yes and no. Like uh, in the, the past couple of years, I've always done like something unofficially, you know, I've always gone out and shot, but I, I've never like, actually participated in like you know uploaded anything to the website so i went on to the website and um the pinholeday.org uh website for the worldwide pinhole photography day and looked up um by my state and there's a there's a workshop in durham actually um because me and mark are both in north carolina so if you're in north carolina and you wanted to go check it out you can get the information on the website but it's in durham uh, and that's an all supplies workshop where you're going to build a camera there, uh, shoot it somewhere in the vicinity, and they have a small darkroom there. It's for a fee, uh, so if you, I mean, you can do it that way if you want to, or you can just, I guess, we can just go out and shoot and upload the images. Um, yeah. So if anybody in North Carolina wants to get together and do it that day, um, let me know. Yeah. Contact me and. Uh, we can set something up because I, I'd like to do something. I'm, I'm, I'm all the way to the coast and I'm really kind of a lonely pinhole photographer. There's not much going on out here for pinhole photography. So I think I'm going to have to drive or, you know, really make some alternate plans to, to do it unless I'm want to do it by myself. So what, what do you want to do? You want to do anything, Mark? Um, yeah, I don't really have anything specific planned yet, but um, as Corey mentioned uh, in prior years in different areas that I lived, they've had um, where you can sometimes go to your local museum or your local uh, art history um, sort of organizations have pinhole get togethers. I've seen where they, they expose uh, a photography paper or like this one, you might build a little 35 millimeter camera and take pinholes. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's a great way to get started and at least meet some other people who are interested in it. Yeah, that's totally what I'm, that's, that's my entire main goal is to, is to just start making contacts because I don't know, I don't know what the scene is like where you're at because you're out in the middle of the state though. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in, I'm in Charlotte area and uh, th there are some people who like to use film photography out here, but I haven't seen a whole lot of pinholers. Right. You know. And, and I've not made any connections with, with any particularly pinhole photographers. We should, uh, we should start a pinhole photography club. <laughs> yeah. Maybe one day. Uh, Maybe if this podcast day. takes off and people actually listen to it, because we're probably just talking to the stars right now, but, you know, can't ever tell, right? <laughs> yeah. So, cool. So, that's on April the 29th. Um, 
So if you're not in North Carolina, go to uh, .org uh, and look up your state, and and it has a you know an event finder uh, for your area, and find something and go check it out. See uh, see if you're into it or not. You know, yeah. sounds like it's going to be fun. So one of the questions that I get uh, on my Instagram page, um, Mark, is questions about camera shake. Um, Some of them range from how are you, what are you doing to, you know, your your pinholes look really focused for as focused pinhole can be. And I, I, I just, I don't really have an answer for that other than I just really keep my, my camera super still as possible. I touch it as little as possible, you know? Yeah. Um, so I, I do kind of like what I call like a pinch method where I reach my, my, my index finger on the front of the camera and then I have my uh, thumb behind the camera. I just kind of pinch it. I'll cover my, my pinhole area I with my finger, then open it, and then just take my hand off, you know, and make my exposure. And I just reverse those emotions and just kind of pinch it and close it. Right. So, I do that. I have a thin camera, though. I have the um, the reality is so subtle, uh, the six by six. So it's real. It's kind of narrow, you know. It's not super fat. Um, so I don't know how you would. I don't know how you would do it with a bigger camera. What kind of camera? What are you shooting with? Um. Well, lately I've been shooting with some on-do camera. I've been shoot, shooting with uh, the Schlabatory 3D made cameras. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the Ondo, you have the large flipper shutter, and the <laughs> large the uh, so you can get a lot of camera shake. If I'm going to use tripods, I tend to go with a really heavy tripod. Um, my method of shooting too is it. I try to shoot with the slowest film I can. I I really don't like camera shake. Um, it, anything under 10 seconds really makes me nervous. Right. So use a heavy tripod and then um, like a big man Frodo or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, another technique is if I'm, if I'm just out and about shooting, I'll actually lay the camera on a really hard surface, a brick wall, um, anything. And, and I've been known to like brace the top of the camera, hold it against the, the, the wall or whatever I'm using flip it and then like you said you just leave it alone and yeah i I, i've even been practicing like a little uh cowboy quick draw i've taken a camera with no film in it and just practice the motion a couple times till i'm comfortable right shaking the camera um the slabatory the latest camera he has is kind of like a it's a radial dial it'll be on the git swap camera so what i've done is i put like you like you said uh it has the the opening is on this uh, dial, like kind of like a clock face, and I'll put my finger on it. In I guess if you're looking at it, it's like the nine o'clock position, and I'll slide it to the. Or no, I'm sorry, it's probably a six o'clock. Anyways, I'll slide it up right. to the <laughs> opening, and then I'll do like you do, unpinch it. And that camera is really light, so you do kind of have to be quick. But uh, you know, I use a. a for that, I use a small tripod. Uh, it's kind of weighted. Um, yeah. Right. That's kind of my method so far. Is It's just been like the pinch or heavy 
you know, I, I don't tend to shoot with that fast of films because I'm just nervous. Yeah. Know, with camera shape. I do the same thing too. Like whenever we go, if I'm go, if I go, if we go out and we go somewhere, I'll, I'll use whatever I have. Just like I use a brick wall or, or anything like that picture I took of the, um, of the merry-go-round. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were actually at the zoo, the North Carolina zoo. Kids were like, Hey, we want to ride. And, and, uh, uh, and my oldest son, uh, he got on with uh, with the youngest, and I was just standing there, and I was like, "Oh, this would be a cool picture," you know. So I just kind of like came up with an ex- figured out what you know, what should I, how long should I make an exposure for? And I just opened it up and set it right there on the edge of the wall uh, by the guy operating. He kind of looked at me like I was weird, you know. He's like, well, "You know," and I was just kind of like, "It's a camera." Yeah, I've been He's there. He's like, "Okay," you know. And yeah, and I just said, and I just said, and I just sat it there, and it was, you know. 20 seconds or 30 seconds or something. And then I just did the pinch mess and put it back. So sometimes you don't have a tripod, you know, you just kind of got to go with whatever you got, you know what I mean? But yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know how that's going to work either because I have a, a five by seven on camera coming that has the flippy thing, like what you're talking about. So I'm going to have to like completely come up with a whole new plan for doing that. Cause I'm so used to using these smaller, um, like the reality, the reality is so subtle cameras. So yeah, you might want to just I gotta do that. run it a few times, just practice. You yeah, yeah. I know some people who even um, the the shutter's pretty tight, but I I've even seen people take some kind of black kind of uh, material and just slip mm-hmm. it underneath, move the shutter, right. and slide it back across. I don't have anything that's thin enough. I tried that with my my undo, and it's 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 a pretty tight seal. How quickly that flipper shot right i used um i used a piece of like mat board for a while mm-hmm. uh and just kind of did the real fast pinch with the piece of mat board you know yes. and then closed the shutter mm-hmm. just trying to stop the light you know and then i lost it i don't know what i did with it it was in my it was in my bag and then i had it and i didn't have it and i was looking around for it and i was just like i'm just gonna use my finger so if you want to try that method you can because it does work really good i just had a problem of keeping track of the little piece of cardboard i had a rubber band to my camera you know yeah and i still lost it and i had the rubber band one day and i was like where'd it go yeah I, uh, so you know yeah I, i've had like some uh, little of those paper cardboard camera kits and and i end up using just an extra piece of the black you know card stock that was kind of my shutter cover you know right Worked, worked like gangbusters, mm. but like you said, when I lost it, that was kind of a big disadvantage for that camera. Yeah, and I always lose mine at like the worst moment. Like I was all the way out at the beach, out at this jetty, and it was like a ten minute walk to my car, and I'm all the way out there, and I'm looking around, and there's shells. I can use a shell or something, you know. I was like, oh, this is my finger, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The other thing I'll do is I'll bring a um, like a plastic grocery bag. Mm-hmm. I just stuff it in my pocket, my jacket pocket or my camera bag or whatever. Uh, and I'll take that thing up and fill it with sand sometimes. If I'm really like, if it's going to be a really long exposure and I don't want my tripod to move at all. Right. Uh, I fill that thing up with sand and just hang it off the bottom. So it's just uh, kind of touching the ground so that it doesn't swing, you know, like the ground is it's kind of holding it in place, but it's still not taking all the, the weight of the bag off of the tripod, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I do that too. Yeah. Don't be like me. I, I, I tried the backpack on the tripod mm-hmm. and it didn't touch the ground 
and it just made everything worse. It swung. Oh, it just it just swung. Yeah, <laughs> and that was a really bad exposure, and it didn't help that the camera was a little uh, homemade pinholga, so it had no weight of its own either. Right. So you were at a super duper dis- disadvantage. Yes. Needless to say, I tried again. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I mean, all the cameras that I mean, if you if you buy a pinhole camera now. Uh, I mean, they're all optimized for sharpness. I mean, all, all, all the ones I shot with have been super sharp. The zero image, you used the, the undo and the, the slim camera. So, I mean, all those are sharp. So, yeah. you know, I mean, it's, if anything's happening, it's all user error. You know what I mean? You got to kind of work through it and figure out a plan. Definitely. Yeah, I, I, I kind of appreciate that a lot of more uh, pinhole creators or or manufacturers if you will uh, are actually trying to make an effort to optimize the pinhole size for a better picture it's not your you know something you might have made in art class and in you know high school it's it's seriously no container yeah (laughs) yeah all right cool All right, so uh, that's it for this week's show. Um, we, um, <clears throat> excuse me, are going to be back next week, and hopefully we'll have Moni on, and uh, she can talk to us about uh, the Get Swap project. Uh, so check out Worldwide Pinot Photography Day if you if you want to get into it, um, and there, there's lots of good information there. Uh, if you want to get in contact with us, we have. Um, Set up a few a few contacts. We have the Lensless Podcast at yahoo.com. And we also have started a Instagram page, and that is at the Lensless Podcast. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Pinhole Cannon. I'm not on Twitter. Uh, that's uh, that's gonna be uh, Mark's thing. So uh, next week also I'm waiting on an undo camera that's supposed to be in the mail. Well, it is in the mail. If it comes in this week, uh, we can do an un- unboxing and take a look at it and uh, and figure out uh, how how it's going to go down and how that's going to work. So, uh, Mark, you want to give them uh, how to get in hold of you? Right. You can find me on Twitter at Three Eyed Monster. That's with the number three. And I'm also on Instagram at Three Eyed Monster as well, but all spelled out. Um, Please send us any questions or any show ideas and something you would like us to talk about or discuss uh, to either the Twitter or the Instagram or even the email. And thank you guys for listening. Yeah, I want to uh, I want to say uh, thank you to um, Alex uh, on Instagram uh, at Granny Blur because he's been uh, been I've been bouncing off ideas about this and talking to him about it for um, trying to come up with a name and, and ideas, you know, topics for the show. And he's helped me out a lot. And he's, he's just kind of hung out and listened and, and told me yay or nay on, on things. So I want to say thanks to Alex for uh, hanging in and, um, and being a, being a different set of eyes on everything. So thank you very much, Alex. We really appreciate it. And also a very talented pinhole person. Yeah, he's a great photographer. So go check him out if you if you're on Instagram um, at Granny Blur. He's uh, 
go say hello to him. I think he's the same on Twitter as he is on Instagram. So uh, you can definitely uh, definitely find him. All right. So uh, once again, we're going to say thanks for hanging out, uh, and we come back next week and listen again. So have a great week. Thanks. Thanks.